Okay, hopefully this works. It's all different. It says we're live. Yeah, Facebook just fucking... Well, I mean, hopefully it goes to the Outrage Factory's page because Facebook's just like, oh, we changed this now. Classic there Zuckerberg. Always Hello, fucking Internet. Around. Hi, Internet. How are Hi, you, Internet? Internet? Today Hi, with you. us, we... What? <laughs> just, were you answering on behalf of the Internet, Derek? Just, just go ahead. Derek, how are those meatballs? Everybody's been waiting. Everyone's so been... Maybe I'll do... Uh, in about 30 minutes, I'm going to have to... Uh, take a quick. Maybe I'll I'll do a live. We should just turn this into a cooking show if we're yeah. going to record Sundays. I'm not going to cook though because I hate cooking. Does your oven have as beautiful of a chime as your dishwasher? From every week? inexplicably <laughs> every yeah, my dishwasher is running right now too. Every appliance in my apartment sings to me when it's done doing what it's supposed to do, and it plays like. Uh, this it's actually obnoxious as fuck. I would not recommend you get the singing appliances. Where are we gonna get to hear it? Are uh, you you undoubtedly will? Yeah, in thirty minutes when the meatballs are done. Yeah. yeah, it'll be like once we forget that it's coming, then we'll hear it. Yeah, <laughs> just to fuck us up. We are joined today by Jeremy Baker. Jeremy, longtime friend of the pond. Jeremy, welcome back. Hello. Second appearance. Hello. Second appearance. Mm-hmm. I haven't set a record yet, but I'll. It's my goal. You're getting there. Never learned his lesson last time. <laughs> Jeremy, for the uh, the newbies to the the pod, do you want to talk? T- tell us about yourself. Oh, who should you I are. hype my podcast? Hype, hype, anything oh, you know, on podcast. Mine. This is which your is hype on, time, which is on YouTube. Nice. Uh, yeah, we it. we started it. We started like a month or so ago, but we we went live uh, two weeks ago. It's called the WFT Podcast, Waiting for Trivia Show. Nice. And Waiting. Me and a comedian named Justin Nickel and uh, this dude named Mark, this French Canadian uh, alien loving conspiracy theorist. Oh, and you're, uh, you're, oh, yeah. you're talking Dale's language right oh, now. Yeah. You are. So, yeah, we, we bang hard in the paint if we're talking aliens, <laughs> uh, or, you know, stuff like that. Is that what it so is this a, a conspiracy theory podcast or what's the what's Not, your angle? Uh, entirely. We just thought conspiracy theories are fun to dunk on. Uh, Mark definitely. I, I would say Mark brings the conspiracy theories to me and Justin. Um, and then usually I'm a little more well read and Justin's just a comic. And we just tell Mark that what he's telling us is dumb. And we just riff jokes. Off of it. <laughs> yeah. He's like rich people in Hollywood are drinking adrenochrome. And we're like, oh, talk about sounds that. amazing. <laughs> I linked it in the, in the chat and the comment feed of this podcast. If you're listening. Nice, right now nice. Yeah. So it's still pretty um, new, but we're just a chance to kind of, uh, yell about stuff and go a little bit deeper into some topics that, uh, you know, I'll talk about on the radio, but I'll just bang on about it for like a minute. And then on the podcast, uh, you know, another 20 minutes on alien. You can go deep. So would uh, you say you've been red pilled yet or not quite? I don't even really know what that means. What's the <laughs> red one? Red pills like when you start believing in uh, conspiracy theories. And oh, stuff. yeah. No, no. I prefer the blue pill because yeah, the corrections. Better, yeah. Yeah. I will also stick to the blue pill. Thank <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, it's only a matter of time. Guys. I'm usually like, I'll take both pills. <laughs> <laughs> Let God sort it out. I don't out. even care what's in it. <laughs> you can't well, avoid no, the truth. I feel forever. crazy. <laughs> uh, hey, speaking of not caring what's in it, uh, I so I asked this question when we first popped in uh, mm-hmm. vaccines. Yeah. We got the uh, bad boy vaccine. Am I both for them or against them? Both Look in the comment section. <laughs> uh, Dale and I both were vaccinated with uh, the the clot causing vaccine last week. The tough um, guy vaccine. Still waiting for our clots. Yeah. To materialize. Uh, I did not get my prescribed free clots that were supposed to come with my Zeneca vaccine. I have let them know that I want my free shit. Yeah, you'll but get it. Didn't it. Come. You'll you'll get them. Give it time. Here's my oh. thing. Yeah. I went. So I went. Uh, I got vaccinated because when I went to make my appointment, I was like, okay, everyone's gonna go to like London Drugs and Shoppers Drug Marts and like all the chains. Right. So I found the shadiest pharmacy that no, like had like okay, close to. <laughs> I guess Dale found a shadier one, um, <laughs> but uh, you know, like two star Google reviews and just oh, like yeah. hidden, hidden in a business park somewhere and just like looked like a 
dimly lit room with like some shit on the shelves, but I don't actually think they sold anything there. Yeah, uh, just went like to a bodega. Claritin and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> went to a bodega. So, so I went, yeah, it's it's a health the pharmacy that mostly sells smokes. Set, yeah, <laughs> that, that kind. They haven't renounced smoking yet, um, but went and got my shot and I had, uh, you know, I, I napped a little bit more, but like had zero health effects. So now I've convinced myself that I didn't get a real shot oh. uh, and that the pharmacy just like gave me a placebo so that they could turn mm-hmm. around and sell the real vaccine yeah. on the black market, um, which is it, entirely <laughs> possible. You with, you're getting the mercury, but you're not getting. <laughs> yeah, not yeah, we're getting, just giving you the formaldehyde. Yeah, yeah but uh, we're not going to give you yeah. a little. That's bit why of... you didn't get any clots. So I, I uh, told Derek that he didn't go to the sketchiest uh, pharmacy pharmacy because I went all the way to Wally, which. No offense to anybody who's listening to this in Wally, but your neighborhood is very creepy and it's world known because when people say like Surrey's all bad, what they're re- actually referring to is Wally, which is it's not even all of Wally. It's like the second you get off the main strip onto any road and <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like you could be on the main strip in Surrey and be like, oh, this isn't so bad. Why is everyone freaking out? And then you go like one block off and you're just like, oh yeah it all makes sense now and i was as i was driving back i was like i felt kind of bad because i'm like i'm definitely gonna mention that i was in wally i was like if i just fucking roast wally i'll feel bad but i came up with the best system on how to find out if you trust a neighborhood or not as you're driving through say to yourself would i get a tattoo here and i would not get the tattoo in wally so I'm going to put and it that's that just way. surface. That's surface needles. You yeah. got an interior yeah, yeah. So you, needle. Wouldn't, you wouldn't get a tattoo in Wally, but you're like, but I'll take the, the vaccine. Well, when I agreed to do it, because I like unlike Derek, I waited one day further than Derek. So all the sketchy independent uh, pharmacies were out. So I went on the pharmacy list and I started at the top and then I made an appointment. And then the next day they told me it was canceled. And then I flipped out and I started from the bottom and went up and then I got one. It's like, ah, oh, sorry, that's not bad. And then I was like, hey, can I have a vaccine? They're like, yeah, what's your phone number? And then I gave them my phone number and they're like, all right, see you tomorrow. And then I hung up and I was like, I feel like there should have been more information exchanged, <laughs> but I'll just show up. And then I Google the address and I was like, oh, because I, th- I thought it was like the nice part of King George, but it was like dead in Wally. And I was like, well, good enough. It's already a dirty vaccine. I guess I got it. It's just a bit dirtier. Yeah. He oh. was like, Fair enough. yeah. And yeah, I went, I went really old school. I went and I yeah. grabbed uh, the scab of someone that had COVID. <laughs> I picked that off. I and- grinded it up. Then I used my buck knife and I cut my arm like right there. And I, nice. and then I take the powdered scab and I squished it in there. Old nice. school, 1700s, George Washington stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It worked. You're gonna probably going to be more immune than uh, than any of us. Oh yeah, for sure. Or I'm, <laughs> I am dying now. So like, I'll, yeah. I'll be. I'll have my COVID vaccine. I'll be protected from COVID, but I will die of trench foot. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> One of the reasons I Small wanted the, the Zeneca was because it was the most like because like everybody's like, oh, why'd you get the blood clot one? Everybody like the two people who talked to me, and I was like, well, it's because. My original plan was to just have the old school chicken pox party where you find someone with COVID and then you get it and then you get over it naturally. And uh, apparently that's against the law and I'll go to jail if I do that. So there's not doing that. Um, Fascist. Yeah. (laughs) So I decided to get the AstraZeneca one because as, as opposed to Moderna and Pfizer, AstraZeneca actually has a piece of the virus that, they put like a protein in your body whereas the other two like make your body think there was protein in there is that why everyone seems to be feel like not everyone but a lot of people like will get the astrazeneca and they'll be like oh i feel a little bit sick after not everyone but every person's different because i know like i and some people are like freaking out and I, i think one of my favorite things someone else said was like this is really showing me how many of you guys have never got a vaccine before because like people are like, did you know my arm is a little tender for a day? And they're like, have you never got a needle? 
Yeah, like okay, yeah. this people who have never had a flu shot before are really yeah. outing themselves. Oh right yeah, now. like I'm just like that's every time you get a flu shot, you, like and not every time, yeah. like some sometimes you get a flu shot and it's just like boom and you go on with your day, and other times you're like, oh my arm's a little sore and I got the sniffles, you know what I mean? And like that's that's every vaccine or not every, but definitely I feel like even with this COVID vaccine, I think the future is it's going to kind of be like our new flu shot. Like they're just going to have to. Oh yeah. It's like they want a uh, billion dollar because the flu shots like a billion dollar industry. And yeah, I don't think it's because of money. I think it's because they don't want yeah. people to die. Well, it's yeah. You like you look at like Jeremy, that's cute. Also, I, no, know, I know. I just, everyone's just, just like, better. Oh my God, they're going to make, I mean like people make money. It's like, yeah. be like the farmer grows wheat because he wants money. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, I, I want food. So that's a good trade. Yeah. And I'll give like money Pfizer's for wheat. Like, hey, we'll protect you from this deadly disease. And I'm like, well, this money isn't protecting me from a deadly disease. That's so, a yeah. Trade. yeah, you take the money. And that's, well the, we're not that's even just paying. capitalism. We're already paying for it through our taxes. It's, it, not it, like- it, it's like thinking like Honda is this great conspiracy to get rich. And you're like, yeah, they are. <laughs> that's every corporation we we all yeah. chose capitalism this yeah, is yeah. So this, like oh man bill gates only cares about money and i'm like yep yeah imagine <laughs> like, if they're trying to the get end. more by giving us the vaccine that would be a lot worse elon musk only cares well, about that's money. The, <laughs> so there there is like now we see uh coronavirus like there's fucking mutations and variants or whatever popping up all Double over mutations. the place yeah. <laughs> so yeah i think we're at we're up to triple mutations now in <laughs> india going on so what, what's after triple no one's heard we get a we get a quintuple this shit like um, when does it just become a new covid strain and they call it like yeah. covid 21 yeah 20, just give us 21 yeah. Wasn't that, uh, yeah, like I, I think th- this virus has shown its ability to mutate and adapt uh, under different conditions. And so, yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head. Like we're just going to have to get shots uh, every year, much like the flu. I think. Um, but I don't see, I don't even get the flu shot every year. I've only in my life, I only get it kind of uh, when my kids were younger. Mm-hmm. Usually if it's like available, like it's definitely like, you know, kind of like the chocolate bars by the till. Like if I'm at the grocery store and they're like, we're doing flu shots. I'll be like, Oh, I'll get a Kit Kat, get some. Yeah, bones. exactly. <laughs> get the, yeah. And if it's not that easy, I don't do it. Yeah. I've had it four times, four or five. And it's like, if I'm like, cause one time I was in the hospital cause I had a leg infection. They're like, Oh, we'll give you a flu shot. I'm like, sure. And then the other t- couple of times are like at different places I work. They're like, we yeah. have the flu shot at work. Do you want it? And I'm like, Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I've gotten it when I'm at Hoping work to get and sick I, and go home. <laughs> and I got it. I used to get it kind of back when my kids were younger and they'd yeah. like recommend, you know, be a bad year for the flu or something. I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, sure. I just, I well, think I, having kids like, yeah, like kids are just little <laughs> disease vectors all on their own, right? Like it yeah. doesn't, yeah. it doesn't fucking matter how Which old they are. The greatest there. thing about COVID is this is the first year I've gone a calendar year without getting sick. So how, yeah, you know, me too, like, actually. Explain that Bill Gates, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Anti-maskers, enjoy your common yeah. cold, which I haven't had. Yeah, it's like, um, oh, these masks don't work. And I'm like, they fucking work brilliantly. <laughs> I, like, this yeah. is the first, like, I still ride Skytrain. I used to, like, just be low-level sick every day from <laughs> All September the time. until July. Yeah. And now I'm like, aside from allergies, never sick. I and might just everyone. wear a mask outside when I don't have to anymore. Like once COVID's done and I have to like, if I go on the SkyTrain, I might wear a mask. Oh, I think this, I think the mask on the SkyTrain for me is my new future. Like, <laughs> yeah. COVID that's is just, that's going to be a permanent fix. And I'm like, have you cured gross people yet? No. <laughs> mask stays. There's no cure for gross people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I just wanted and, to and it's funny because I remember oh. back in the day I'd ride the SkyTrain and there'd be like, like one person rocking a mask, you know, like or two. Yeah. Usually maybe from like a more urban, like mega city, maybe that moved to Vancouver. And, and I was always like, whoa, you know, Vancouver is healthy. You are crazy. And now I'm like, oh, you are an OG genius. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I kind of want to just disrupt, disrupt the flow and go back to be uh, talk about my symptoms. Because unlike Derek, I had a couple like it was weird because I had. It was like one of the weirdest headaches I've ever had. It like wasn't like migraine level, but it was like. Cause usually if I get a headache, it's in the front, like from yeah. welding or whatever. But this one was like in the back and it was like, I guess it's where your like brainstem meets your, your skull. And it was like, when I laid down on the pillow at night, 
it kind of hurt. It was like, it was weird. It was like my pillow hurt my head. And then I had like fever dreams that night and then I was a little bit lightheaded. So it wasn't like I got effed by it, but it was like, it was worse than the flu shots I've had in the past. I just wanted to say that so I didn't, we didn't alienate everybody who got their ass kicked by this shot. Oh, yeah, and I've also even heard from people, too, that in some friends I know have got their ass kicked by it. But they were mm-hmm. like, holy shit, if that little, like, micro baby dose kicked my ass, they're like, oh, I don't want to get COVID. Imagine actual COVID, yeah. yeah they were like, <laughs> I've known a few people who've had the actual COVID. They're all like, it sucks. If, yeah. they've, gotten this, if they've gotten symptoms, like, because not everyone gets symptoms. Um, but of my friends that have like had COVID and got sick, um, they're all like, it sucks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Dale. Sorry, I was reading, I got caught reading the comments. Um, and then Dale, like, Dale, when he welds, you got to wear that little mask. That'll keep yeah, you I know. Your... So, well, sometimes when you're like everybody, like you're just like so cool. You're just like, I weld and just well, sparks are flying in your sometimes eyes. if I'm being lazy, I'll tack without my helmet. Like everybody who welds is guilty of this, where it's like you don't want to wa- like you're holding something and you don't want to go put on your helmet. Cause like sometimes when you're wearing your helmet, it just flops down over your face when you're trying. So anyways, I'll just hold it and I'll be to like, keep your face safe. Is that why it does it? Yeah. And yeah, then that's annoying. you'll get a sunburn. <laughs> I remember <laughs> I worked yeah. when I was in college, I worked at a, like a factory that made structural steel. And yeah. uh, I was just a kid they hired to like sweep up and I would grind the welds after, you know, the welder would do their thing. And then I go in and clean them up and spray it with, I don't know, primer. But one mm-hmm. of my jobs was to drive the welders to the hospital all the time. really they were always getting beams to the head and it was like a big structural steel factory so there was always like these giant cranes like moving like giant steel beams oh yeah and uh and and everyone that worked there was done like it was like ticketed welders and then every job that wasn't like ticketed welder was like ex-con or college kid (laughs) like they just that's how they hired right because they're they're cheaper oh yeah yeah like Mm because like i know my wage was subsidized by the government and then they would get all these guys like the number one reason for dudes to miss work was because they had to go to parole or or court (laughs) totally valid reason well like those dudes that are just like sketching out in between like you know next time they're gonna get paid and get high they'd be driving these cranes of humongous like the the structural steel that builds like a walmart and they would just like run it into dudes and then be like I get paid like Germany to the medical tent. I'm like, oh, who am I driving to the Royal Columbian today? Jeez Louise. But anyway, watching yeah. dudes weld kind of like, like yeah. oh, that reminds me of that. I <laughs> mean, on one hand, it's bad and it can uh kind of scar your retinas, but on oh, the yeah, other and hand, the headache. So you get your welding yeah. headache and your AstraZeneca yeah. headache. Yeah, exactly. But it's a cheap source of vitamin D because it uh the ultraviolet radiation from the electrical oh, shock okay, does help your body release so vitamin D. That's smart. Very smart. Oh, I was at the beginning. I was saying I got a bombshell for you. And Jeremy, you might have lucked out by missing this. Uh, right. Oh, yeah. Wave of AstraZeneca. I'm still on the waiting list. And that's because the 1.5, 1.5 million of the AstraZeneca doses that came from the States came from the same factory that effed up oh, those up the Pfizer doses. 15 million of those J Johnson and Johnson or doses. Johnson Johnson, yeah. That uh oh, it's uh no, it was I planted the, Baltimore. I, they probably fixed it, you would think. You know, yeah. Toby no, it was fired. at the same time. <laughs> These like, AstraZeneca's a little orange food coloring in here to make it cool. <laughs> like, Toby, fucking go. Back to shit. Yeah, one of the reasons that those uh, Johnson and Johnson's doses got effed up was that when I was talking about how there's the protein in the AstraZeneca that they put in the dose, that got into the Johnson and Johnson's ones and cross contaminated them, and oh, that's wow. what happened. Yeah, so apparently they uh, they the had emergent. a report. People were just like walking. Uh, people would be like working on the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. And then they were supposed to like go through like a sanitation process before they went. <laughs> and they were just like strolling across the factory floor and getting to work on the other vaccines. It's funny because it, it ties right into what Jeremy was talking about with the uh, ex cons and cheap college students working there. Cause that's 
probably the same labor pool Not that they were employing to do this. It's affordable. <laughs> yeah, because you don't, it's like they have one doctor who's in charge of everybody, and then they'll have like a thousand just grunt laborers who like move stuff and do eye drops. That was the factory I was at, was like just a couple dudes who knew what they were doing, and then one million minimum wage morons just running around with yeah, <laughs> wage slaves. Spent a lot of time yeah. at the hospital. Yeah. And then I was like, I was reading this article on what happened and they're saying like they were taking the garbage out and they're just dragging it through the main manufacturing place without disinfecting it. And then <laughs> the actual factory itself had like paint peeling and stuff on the wall. So like you can't even disinfect some of these areas if you have to. So that's the vaccine me and Derek got. So and that, we also uh, I want to get Pfizer because hot hot people get Pfizer mm. in and then everyone else gets AZ. Yeah, they did really, yeah. really, uh, they really did a great job with their marketing that 100%. only featured hot people. Whereas AstraZeneca, it's all like, you know, gross, overweight yeah, suburban people. I'm going to get AstraZeneca and they're going to be like, I'll be on the brochure. <laughs> <laughs> all right, no one wants that anymore. Yeah, they're like, uh, even the guy, the president of the US who has like, who has but doesn't have dementia? And we're not allowed to talk about it. He doesn't even want the Zeneca. So yeah, he's like, he gave he's it all like, to us. He's like, give me the super serum. He's like, I watched this show called Falcon. I want, I want that one. Well, like, that, that, that is an actual conversation yeah, that I believe like, President happened. President Biden, that wasn't a documentary. And he's like, that's <laughs> what I want. And uh, now all of a sudden they have to have Johnson and Johnson be like, Hey man, when you give him the vaccine, can you just call it the super serum? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They'll make they'll make like a special brand just can you for him. Dress up in an Iron Man costume and just <laughs> get like Samuel Jackson Halloween to costume. give it to him. <laughs> <Kids> <laughs> costume. Here you go, President Iron Biden. Man. Thank you for your service. I thought you died in Endgame. He's like, oh yeah. Marvel timelines, Doctor Strange. Yeah. Like, oh, that makes sense. Give me this is path. a different Earth. There's like yeah, 52 a, Earths, and this is like Earths. I got to go adjust my balls. Uh, you guys get get into the outrage. Nice. I'll oh, be right did back. We, did we hear it? Did we hear the turn? It did. It didn't the... sing. No. Oh, uh, everybody's yeah, gonna be so let down now. Sorry, guys. I know. I'm really? sure if they've listened to all 168 episodes of Outrage Factory, I'm sure they've heard it before. <laughs> yeah so i'll be right back be the first time um oh jeremy what i wanted to talk about was i was talking to you before the podcast like you were like because we're going back and forth about what time to start and stuff and you said can you text me because i'm not going i'm trying to get away from social media on the weekends yeah, is yeah. that like sorry oh yeah i said yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so did anything spur that or were you just like, eh, I kind of want some time off from it? Uh, yeah, I just, uh, you know, it's, I just find it's just like a sea of negativity. You know what I mean? I like social media um, when it's fun, which is not always fun. So yeah. I find I do go on it on the weekend, but instead of like, um, you know, trying to write jokes or trying to create content, I just kind of read other people's stuff. And I like Instagram, you know, I tend to follow more of my friends on there. So. Yeah, I'll go on Instagram and just I find that's fun and then I enjoy it. And then mm -hmm. um, I try to stay off Facebook altogether and Twitter. I'll just go on, go on and check and just kind of see if the world's burning down. And if it's not, I'm like, cool, then I'll deal with it on Monday. Yeah. Like um, I was tell I was talking to another friend. It's like just like Twitter lately just seems like it's kind of dying. And because I was talking to a guy, we we're just like having a conversation and he's older. I'm like, yeah, you kind of got to get on TikTok because as Tinder's dying, that nobody wants to go to Facebook because everybody's parents are there. So they're kind of yeah. going to TikTok just to like watch the clips from this podcast. But also it's like, it's not the same TikTok that was there when it came out. Like there's like, you could go and just watch people play music. And then like once your algorithm gets in there, then, um, then you're golden. Do you yeah. do the TikTok, Jeremy? I, yeah, I have one. I go on it for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, I like Twitter fine. I'm just finding maybe with this pandemic to Twitter in general has just gotten like, yeah, angrier and people are more like, I'm <laughs> mad. And, uh, back in the day you'd go on Twitter and people would be like, I got jokes. So mm -hmm. I kind of 
missing that yeah. a little bit. Um, but yeah, during the work week, you know, I'm always on social media and I just find it's almost just like a fire hydrant of not a, I wouldn't even always say it's not like any one person is negative or anything. It's just like when you follow a lot of people, mm-hmm. um, you're going to get a lot of negativity. Yeah. Right? Like every person has their thing that they're passionate about, which I think is awesome. But if I follow 3000 people, I'm getting like 3000 people's like takes on like mm-hmm. whatever they're passionately angry about. Uh, and then that can like really, <laughs> it I'm might just also, like, I need yeah. to think about this and this and this and this. But then I'm like, yeah. I can't think about all that stuff. So I've now just, I'm just opting out. Yeah. One thing I think might have been doing it is because it's like, Twitter is like an older platform. Like it's been around for 12 years, whereas TikTok is new and Twitter, when it came out, like it used to be like, here's some jokes. And it was more of a, like, look what I did. Look what I could do. Like yeah, here's yeah. the stuff I made. And now it's just like sour people weighing in with their opinions about stuff. Whereas TikTok yeah. might be just alluring because it's still like, look what I could do. Here's a video of me playing guitar and stuff. Yeah. And, like, so I mean, and to me, it's just it. like, I'm not even against it. You know, I'm not against any one person having their takes. Like I just said, mm-hmm. it's just, uh, uh, it's probably more of uh, a thing on my end where it's like, I follow too many people with takes. So I'm just like inundated with takes and I'm like, okay, I need to like, burp. so I just find on the weekend, like, you know, just try to be more chill. Yeah. It might, what you might even, what would help was to go back at it, like a brand new person, like maybe get a second Twitter and then just start following people. Cause it's like a lot of it's like, I don't know that there's no you way know, to do I that. go, I go into yeah. who I follow all the time and then I unfollow people. Mm. So I have more space. Like I'm trying to like follow people now that are a people I'm trying to follow less, like, I don't know, companies Brands. or personalities and more like, you know, like, like you or like Derek, like people yeah. that, you know, everybody I mean, should follow me. No, for sure. And, and <laughs> other people in, in the city and like, mm-hmm. you know, listeners, I'm trying to follow back people that like anyone that, that uh, is like a member of the community, I guess, like that posts and likes and retweets and, and replies, like I'm going to follow that person. And then, and then I'm just like, probably when I started, I followed a lot of just like, you know, maybe famous people or like mm-hmm. corporations. And I'm starting to like, Every so often I'll go into my Facebook and just unfollow a few of those that I maybe followed in 2009. And I'm like, Oh, why do I still follow this? Like random famous on the internet person, you know? Yeah. Tanil in the comments said, she said, TikTok has to be the most carefree entertaining of all of them right now. She yeah, said yeah, less would... word salad than that, but yeah, like she's true. Like I think another thing too with Twitter is everybody's so afraid to actually express their personality. Like, without filters because how many people are getting canceled on Twitter now for like five-year-old tweets, 10-year-old tweets. And it's like TikTok hasn't really gotten to the point where like a famous person is losing movie roles because of some TikToks they had like two years ago because yeah, it's well, kind of like still just too older young. though too. Like a lot yeah. of those people that get in trouble on Twitter are like, you know, when Twitter wasn't a big deal and they might not have had a lot of followers and then they're mm-hmm. like, oh, how do I you know, I guess like how or why people get popular on social media has changed. So people might've like written really just like outrageous or crazy things like in 2010, not really thinking too much about Mm -hmm. the future. And, and then, yeah, that it kind of comes up to catch them, but you know, there's there's a lot of that outrageous and problematic stuff on TikTok too. Yeah. Um, Yeah, for sure. And, and I, you know, my algorithm is like, you know, mostly other radio people. So it's just funny. Goofy <laughs> and then yeah. my wife's is probably a little bit more dialed in. She has her favorite stuff. So then it's like, she just sends me um, her favorite one. So I kind of get a curated TikTok. I tend to get the like, yeah, <laughs> I tend to get the A plus stuff. Cause like my wife will watch like a hundred of them and then be like, mm-hmm. oh, here's three that are like super funny. And oh I'm yeah. Like, oh, sweet. I'll watch those three that are super funny. Uh, my son, seven-year-old son, recently started posting lip-syncing videos to TikTok. So uh, if anyone out there is watching, please go like Noah's videos. I have no <laughs> idea what his username is, uh, but he's very proud of them, yeah, uh, yeah. as he should be. Hey, it's funny that you mentioned your son watches TikTok, Derek, because TikTok is getting sued 
from a class action lawsuit in the UK Europe. for the use of children's data. Right that on, old man. Data mining that sweet, sweet again. money, Derek. Yeah. It's yeah. Can I get in it? If, so hold on. What are they doing with the, the data? I don't know what Jonathan anybody Jonathan does with the Johnson. data besides maybe that's where <laughs> these stupid phone calls come from telling me I owe the government money. No, yeah, always, those yeah, come from I mean, the government. Like, oh, they're using your data. And I was like, okay, to, to do what? To sell you things. To sell me what? Stuff you want. I'm like, all right. You know? Yeah. Like, that's it's funny because they're like, you hear all this stuff like, oh, Facebook's been giving these people dead and Facebook's making all this money off data. And you're like, this is just all advertising stuff. Like, do you guys not remember how we had to watch everything with commercials in it? Like everything yeah, used to be like YouTube videos. And you use a shotgun blast of, of yeah. commercials. Yeah. It was like, I got shit I care about now yeah, like, that I might buy allegedly a car buy. And buy tampons and buy beer and buy, you know, vacation. And I'm like, oh, you know, none of that stuff matters to me. Now they're like, now, Jeremy, here's like a, an authentic Viking smock. Here's a Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> book, you know? And I'm yeah. like, oh, now you're talking to me about stuff I want. Speaking my language. Yeah, Thanks. Exactly. Thanks, TikTok. Mine's well, hilarious because it's like half of it's the tools I like. And then the other half is like the cartoons I like. So it looks like my computer's run by like a 10-year-old and a 50-year-old at the <laughs> same time. 50-year-old welder that loves cartoons. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But yeah, like, I don't know. It's always bugged me because people get so upset about the data and you're like, you're not this upset about the data because you don't actually know what it means. Well, so here's here's the yeah. thing. Uh, lawyers allege that TikTok takes children's personal information, including phone numbers, videos, exact location and biometric uh, data. Uh, OK, that's, and, that's a little yeah, bit it's more a scary. little. Yeah, I mean, I probably wouldn't. That's like that's not selling kids stuff. That's like, oh, we can help this like random uh, Internet predator find (laughs) find exactly where your child is at any given time. Yeah, No, no, it's probably crazy stuff. You know what I mean? I mean, the fact you have kids on social media is just like that's the way of the world. Right. So it's Mm -hmm. kind of challenging uh, to create a social media network that is, I mean, really, I just, I don't even know how you could create a safe social media network for kids. I just think it's impossible. Yeah. And even like, yeah. so uh, my son's seven and it's been like talking to him and being like, okay, like if you're playing Roblox or whatever you, and anyone asks you, like, you don't, you don't tell them what school you go to. You don't tell them what, where you live. Like you, all that stuff's off limits. You can have like conversations with people, but it's fucking scary, man. Like there are, like kids don't know any better. And no. I, as an adult, barely know any better. Like I look at the stuff that I've shared online throughout my adult life. And I'm like, <laughs> well, that is very unsafe. And I would never want my child to do that. But like, we we still don't really know. Yeah. Like Twitter used to be us saying we're like when Twitter started, it's like, I'm going here in 20 minutes. See y'all there. Like <laughs> then you check in when you get there. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Want to find me random internet predator? Yeah, go exactly. for it. Remember Facebook check-ins? Is that oh, yeah. still a thing? Yeah. I feel like there used to be a social media platform that was just all about checking in. There was, it was a uh, Foursquare and you, you would just like oh, loudly yeah. announce where you were in the hopes of like well, getting yeah, the mayorship, like, which basically collecting said, your data, you straight up broadcast. <laughs> yeah. You ju- you're just offering it for free. Like, like they're not, I'm at the brew pub. I'm buying yeah. this beer. I give it four out of five IPA stars. Like that uh, untapped app, which was basically just a beer focus group where you'd be like, this is the beer I'm drinking right now. This is what I think of it. <laughs> it was yeah. just like, I mean, apps like that. You're like, yeah put all the most popular beers around me if i'm in drinking all those yeah so sometimes yeah. you think it's yeah i feel like not that it could necessarily be used for good but it doesn't necessarily need to be used for evil but then of mm-hmm. course with all these things you got you know who know like all these companies are just ginormous like multinationals it'd be one thing if it were, they were canadian companies too and you could at least be like well i guess deep yeah. down we could control it kind of but we can't, you know, TikTok is this multinational Facebook, you know. I think, do we, do we even know who owns TikTok? Didn't we hear that Chinese. it was like, it was, the, it was Chinese. the Chinese. And then I thought it was going to be Microsoft. And then I thought it was going to um, be like owned by four or five giant corporate, who knows? Well, Trump was trying to make it so that 
TikTok wouldn't work in America unless it had like an American branch. And then that got shut down. So it's still owned by hmm. someone who cares. So yeah, somebody Sorry. owns it. I'm just looking in this news article to see if it says who buys, who owns it. I thought it, it was like just, a dude owned it or something. Yeah. <laughs> just a dude. No, I thought <laughs> it was just like a, like Mike Mark Zuckerberg started Facebook. I thought just some guy started TikTok. Yeah, it's like how Google's owned by Alphabet Entertainment or something. I don't know what the actual parent company of TikTok is. There might even be TikTok. Who owns TikTok? There you go. Use the Googles. <laughs> Get that right. data out there to answer our I, questions. Maybe we can do one more story, but I am going to have to fly out of here pretty soon because uh, we got to watch the Oscars. Oh, yeah, it is Oscars, Oscars night tonight. tonight. Yeah, but nobody does anyone pay attention. I mean, I, I guess you have I'm to leaving this podcast to watch it. <laughs> that's not that's a very low bar. Who, uh, <laughs> who are you rooting for tonight? Jeremy? I only watched one movie this year and it yeah. was uh, uh uh, promising young woman. So if it doesn't win that, like seven awards, then this thing's crooked and corrupt. And the, is that up for best picture? I think that's for like, like everything. Yeah, that's one of the only new movies I watched this year as well. Yeah, it was so good. And I, I love Carrie Mulligan, so I want her to win. And I want the weird little doctor dude to get best supporting. I don't know if he was nominated, but <laughs> <laughs> whatever. <laughs> a write-in candidate. Yeah, I have he's no right. idea. That's what I mean. If it doesn't sweep the nominated. big five, I'm going to be like, this is corrupt. But then people are going to say, like, why do you think that? And I say, because it's the only one I want. Because, yeah. <laughs> it's really like Nomad Land. I don't even know how to do it. They said it's on Disney Plus. I go on there and I'm like, I have Disney Plus. It's not on there. Then they're like, it's on stars. And I'm like, oh, there's the stars. So I clicked on that. It's not in there. And I don't know. I thought if if I need a premium version of it, I would think Disney would have a little button saying upgrade to premium, but they don't. So I'm like, all right. Okay. So do you uh, think uh, do you think people go back to exclusively watching new releases in in theaters after COVID's over? Do you think we're going to see a hybrid model where I think we'll see uh, a hybrid model? I yeah. Think people like I like movie theaters. People like them. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna take me a bit, but well, that's... maybe Dale doesn't like them. Dale does not like them. I'll go to a movie. Remember right the now, story I told about the horror story from watching Sonic the Hedgehog in the movie theater, where there was I mean, the girl was the horror story with that the you watched that smelled... Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, the movie you was paid actually money really good to watch okay. Sonic the Hedgehog in a movie theater. Is that there was, there was a girl that was in the same row as us, but she was like eight seats away, and you could smell her blue cheese feet from where I was sitting like we were like what is that horrible smell and we look over and there's this girl with her feet on the railing being like this and I was like that's just it was so bad that we got up and we moved and we went down like four aisles and we couldn't smell anymore but then there was some drunk guy like what did you go to the narrating movie the Wally? whole movie the whole yeah time. it was after he got his az shot he yeah, just he popped in to watch uh, well, there's, a, there's a little movie 25 cents of view i'll go in there like, yeah know. and it was like it was like he had already seen sonic the hedgehog and he took a date to see sonic the hedgehog and, and he know. was just announcing what was gonna happen right as it was <laughs> happening and it was like you went to like the worst movie i've ever heard of like you <laughs> Yeah, that I'll defend Sonic like, the Hedgehog because I like the character and I like and I I've got a little bit of a man crush on James Marsden. I'm yeah, going to admit he he's good. He's uh, uh, I liked him as Teddy. He's good in the stand. Yeah. He's just stand he's always actually yeah. pretty decent. I'm he's not, always uh, like such a good pure boy that you can't hate him. Like all his characters. He's like, oh, shucks. I'm James Marsden. <laughs> yeah, I'm the good guy. If you didn't know, cause I'm so nice. And you're like, oh, James Marsden, you could never do wrong. <laughs> I feel like he's been a bad guy. Has James Marsden ever been a bad guy, Quill? That we can think of? Uh, I'm, I'm looking through. I like, <laughs> he's I been an Easter bunny. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a bit in uh, Westworld when he was one of the, yeah, like, he was kind. Of, yeah, I guess he yeah. was like the anti-hero. Even then, though, he was yeah. he was good. Like he was pure of heart. Yeah, he was West like World. the Rose most Rams human robot ever. Oh well, we like James Marsden. Yeah, James James Marsden. If you're listening to this, we'd love to get you on the I podcast. I hope you win an Academy Award. <laughs> and we hope James Marsden <laughs> for, yeah. for, for your role in Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, Jeremy, oh, before you my pop wife off, said he's, he, my wife said he's the kind of the not good guy in Hairspray. Oh, okay. There you go. Oh, Dylan, have Dylan to check James it out. Marsden. He's not perfect, Dale. Um, perfect. That's okay because I don't like musicals, so I'll probably avoid that one. No, here's no offense to 
our fans who like musicals. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to bounce out of here then, guys, and uh, go and check out some Academy Awards here. Hey, All no right. problem. May all the movies you watched won awards. Yeah, okay. that Have one movie. Time. I hope it wins Best Picture. Yeah, I hope it needs to win every one or is this crooked? Hey, uh, <laughs> everybody, go check out Jeremy's podcast. I will put a link in the show notes if you're not watching this while we stream it. But it, what was the name again? WFT show, the waiting for trivia, because I, nice. I do it with uh, I used to host a trivia night. Oh, so it's me and the co-host yeah. and so we you know in the summer we were we were doing the facebook live, kind of like this on zoom just going live yeah. and um and we did that for a while because we just thought it'd be a few weeks and then of course we started rolling through the summer and we're just mm. like yeah this is a drag um so we stopped and then uh you know me and my and my bud uh we're like okay let's you know try to it's just fun to you know like you guys do it every week you know like just mm-hmm. get together and smash some jokes and look shoot, at the news shoot and, the shit yeah. yeah that's what me and justin do so very similar cool man uh when that comes back up after this whole podcast or podcast after the whole pandemic is done i'm definitely you're gonna what part of town do you live in dale burnaby burnaby oh yeah we were at personas there at the uh, grand villa oh nice i'll i'll hop in a car for trivia night though absolutely no problem no, all about Bur- it yeah it's in burnaby and then nice. we were we were tuesday nights at the starlight casino in new west queensboro Oh, yeah. And then uh, Wednesday nights, you're at the uh, Personas in the Grand Villa there in Burnaby. Dope. Yeah, Perfect. hopefully. Uh, been off for over a year, so everyone go get your AstraZeneca <laughs> Go get your, find the yeah. shadiest pharmacy you can, get your well, shot. I, I mean, like, I have a Monday to Friday job, but my co-host, he's a comic. He's been out of work mm-hmm. more or less. Really. <laughs> Ever. Yeah. I mean, at the best of times, comics, stand-up comics are almost out of work people. No, for sure. I mean, he has a day job, too, but he, he uh, was a working comic. Like, he worked, mm. you know. We did our two nights a week doing trivia, and then he also then did the weekends. He'd be like Friday, Saturday nights, you know, and so four nights a week, you know, he'd be working and hasn't been for almost a year, pretty much. Yeah. So anyway, oh, all right, about your local artists, everyone. Yeah. yeah. So uh, enjoy your local. Oscars tonight, and we'll come see you at your trivia night one day. One, one day. Yeah. <laughs> all <laughs> right. Twitter. We'll have a Twitter meetup for all the yeah. ancients. A- all the AstraZeneca generation that's on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what it's going to talk about. Okay. Uh, well, you guys keep your show rolling. You just oh, don't we have I got, I got so much more stuff to talk. We got, right. we got opinions that need to be <laughs> heard. Don't right. worry, you thanks, won't miss anything let, intelligent. <laughs> thank you for letting me be part of your show. Oh, hey, no man. problem, dude. Okay, bye, bye, bye. Dale. Oh, yeah, it's what just else? us it's, for the first dude. time in. Yeah. Okay. Why? Uh, we're what still were cutting each other off. We are. <laughs> we are. Actually, it's funny that he brought up Generation AstraZeneca because I was actually finally thinking, because remember like three or four years ago when they're like, the group between Generation X and Generation Millennials needs its own name. Well, we got it. It's Generation Zeneca because it's all the youngest Generation Xers and all the oldest Millennials because you could only get the AstraZeneca, if you were like in the la- the first three years of millennials, like 1981, 82. Hey, I was born in, oh yeah. You're right. 81, 80, 80, is like the first three years of millennials, which is us. And then only the young people were, would trust the, the, or weren't scared off by the blood clot thing to get it. So it's like, all the young generation Xers and all the old millennials. So there's, there's our cusp generation. That's we found it. We finally yeah. have a name. Got generation a blood clot. Got a big pharma sponsor. Generation blood clot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. I got time to get through like one or two more stories before the, the balls are done. Okay. Before your balls are done, Derek, do you want to talk about the Oscars? Cause I had no idea they were even happening. Because I knew they I... were happening. I'm just like, what's what is there to say like movies movie releases were very subdued this year yeah uh i don't know that we'll see the uh the apparently they're under fire for being racist again, again? that's so three years ago i mean is it like another is it another oscar so white and then a mexican director won that year uh oscars racist i don't know i'm googling it yeah like uh, they got to have get out in the running for best picture after Oscar's so white. 
I mean, that movie was really good, but it wasn't like best picture good. Why are you making the face? Did it, did I? Well, are we going to say we beat racism because they gave a black no. director? <laughs> we never beat it, obviously. Because I think the Oscars is still. The goal is having proportional representation, right? Not doing yeah. the tokenism thing where you're like, okay, mm-hmm. we're going to like, we're going to do this one picture and like give this one black guy or one Asian guy a uh, an award. I think it's about making sure that the the winners are have diverse representation yeah and it's not just white people and that the bulk of the nominees are white which is like a totally valid complaint like i think uh i don't think it's because it's racist i think it's just the hoops you have to jump through to get your movie into the oscars is basically just throw like super rich people throwing money around at their friends and being like hey we got this movie in this many theaters and we got it in this many like uh film festivals and I don't know. Like I've yeah, been I, checked out of the Oscars ever since uh, the shape of water one. That was the last straw for me. I'm like this one best picture. Oh, when parasite like, one, that was so, that was so dope. That was such a good movie. It was all right. Like how crazy people said parasite was. I spent the whole movie waiting for it to get crazy. And I was like, Oh, this is just a Korean movie. They're all this crazy. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, it's just, people aren't used to Asian cinema thriller sci-fi slash horror like if you're like me and you watched parasite and you're like okay this it got to a level but i was expecting it to go a lot further you got to watch like Takashi Miike movies and those are fucking nuts like watch uh, it, gozu i don't know that those will ever win academy no, awards they can. But... they're already out <laughs> they're like they're too bizarre they're much too bizarre like even that movie the host was better than parasite that was same same director that was yeah. uh yeah so i guess i was waiting for more because i liked the host so much and that did go to the next level where it's like it got to like because parasite was up here like i said and then the host host went up to here so i was expecting parasite to go up to there but um parasite was creepy and it was like weird i it think yeah wasn't... i think it was more just like the the layers of like um all the different like allusions they had to class. Mm. Uh, it was just a very, very cleverly written uh, and fantastically acted film. So yeah, it was you're... really good social commentary. I'll yeah. give it that. Uh, okay. So we're not talking about the Oscars because well, I don't even know who the yeah, fuck I'll, is. I'll tell you what's in for best picture since we brought up that. And so these are the movies I've never heard of any of them, but these are the movies up for best picture. Sound of Metal. Uh-huh. Mank. Minari, mm-hmm. Promising Young Woman, mm-hmm. The Father. I watched that one. Judas, Judas, and it's like this. Uh, this title was too long for the little one. Judas and the Black Messiah. Mm-hmm. Um, just gotta wait for it to reload. The Trial of the Chicago Seven. Oh, I've heard of that. Didn't watch it. That came out in 2020. How's that up for an Oscar now? It's on. Oh, actually, one thing I like about the Oscars now is some of their stuff is from Netflix, so you can watch it without having to go to a theater, which is good for us now. Yeah, I think this year more than any others, it's you're not going to see movies that had like wide releases. You're going to see a lot of uh, streaming services. Yeah, and uh, the last one is Nomadland. So there's eight movies in tide in general. Uh, do you want to pick a favorite? Out of all of those, yeah, I'll agree with Jeremy, and I okay. will say, P- "Promising Young Woman" was the only one of those I actually saw. Um, although "Sound of Metal" looked dope too. That was uh, the the drummer who loses his hearing, uh, like a a metal drummer who loses so his it's, hearing. It's just it's, the metal version of "It's All Gone Peak Tong." It's all, uh, yeah, basically. <laughs> Cool. Uh, I'm going to vote for the trial of the Chicago seven, not because I like it or think it's good better than any other one, but it's written by Aaron Sorkin and people like his stuff and it's historical legal drama and people fucking eat that shit right up. But I heard, cause I heard a little bit about that movie and I think it's not entirely historically accurate. So, 
What do you think of that? What the Chicago seven? Yeah. I'm not qualified to speak to it. So I am not <laughs> having not seen the movie or being yeah. that familiar with the story. Okay. Ooh, right. here's something I wanted to ask you about specifically. Cause you watch trash reality television. I do. And I don't. Uh, did you see, I posted, I don't know if you watched this, but uh, Colton Underwood was supposed to get a Netflix series, but it might be like, he was supposed to get a Netflix series on him. Like, just living the life of a gay person. Oh, it feels awkward saying that, but that's what the story, the storyline of the show was, but the internet milkshake ducked him because apparently he was a creepy stalker for his ex-wife who, and he's from the bachelor. That's why I was thinking you. Yeah. Know who Wait, he's gay, isn't he? Yeah. That's what the show's going to be about him being gay. Okay. So he he recently came out as gay, but he got milkshake ducked for being shitty to his, his ex-wife? ex-wife. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, and he was an NFL player. Like this guy's fucking done it all. Like it sucks because if you have a guy who is an NFL player and then comes out as gay, that's like a pretty good role model for a lot of like athletes who are, I mean, he was never struggling a with their gayness full on NFL player. He got signed to the practice squad. Like he never played a game in the NFL. Oh, he didn't. All no. I, I'm just going, I, that's another thing I don't watch. It just says in the story, NFL player. So I was like, Oh, he played in the NFL. No, he played like, on the, he was on the practice squad uh, for a couple teams, but he never, he, he never played a game. Okay, as of April so still got 20th, that glass ceiling to break gay yeah. NFL players. I mean, wait, wasn't there an actual guy who played in the NFL and was a homosexual? Or was that just another thing where it was like he got drafted, but he never played? I think there was guy. a guy who came out after uh, openly gay NFL players. What do we got? Okay, while you're read- looking up that. This online petition exceeded over 25,000 to get his um, upcoming Netflix show canceled. Um, Okay, here. An online petition exceeding 25,000 signatures urges Netflix to cancel its rumored reality series starring Colton Underwood, former Bachelor star and NFL player. Last week, during an interview with Good Morning America, Underwood shocked the world by coming out as gay following his ex- drama his ex or his drama with ex-girlfriend cassie randolph oh so he's like very newly gay yeah this this just happened and sorry he came out as gay in response to the drama with his ex no it's it says he came out as gay following his drama with his ex-girlfriend oh no wait he came out as gay comma following his drama with his ex-girlfriend cassie randolph so i don't know this uh what is this this is what's trending.com and they kind of word it like you're saying, like he came out as gay in response to that. But yeah, like, was it like, oh, he got called out for being toxic and shitty. And he was like, to distract from all of that, he was mm-hmm. like, I'm gay. Or was it yeah. like, that is what is kind of how that reads to me. Yeah. And also it's like, at first you're like, is this performative, like homosexuality? Because he was on The Bachelor and the girlfriend that he was like, stalking and sending like aggressive texts to he met on that show and i thought i thought they were married but they weren't so it's like did he get a taste of being famous and now he's just like trying to work a new angle like tenille's explaining in the comments she's saying uh she had a restraining order against him but she since revoked it and they are friends again uh, and the reason he was in a dark place with his girlfriend because he was struggling with coming out uh even then if you're, you know, I, that's not, that doesn't justify it. Yeah, no, that's, that's not carte blanche to be a stalker and treat anybody like shit. Like, to, yeah, that's just, mm. and it sucks. Cause like I said, this was a good, uh, this might've been good to have like a positive homosexual role model for all these kids that are struggling with it. But now he just looks like some terrible person who is addicted to being famous. I mean, there's lots of positive homosexual role models out there already. That have I, I meant over more the past for like professional 20 sports. Years. He wasn't an athlete, Dale. 
he barely, he barely, I could, I could make the practice squad for an NFL team right now. Could you though? No, that's not true. (laughs) I mean, oh wait, you Googled openly gay people in the NFL. Did you find any? Not any that have actually uh, done anything meaningful. I don't think. Do you think the NFL might be holding these people back? Like not this guy, because he didn't come out till like two weeks ago. But do you think that if like I would say that if you come out as openly gay, it's going to be a little bit harder to make it into the NFL? Yeah, like I don't think I, I have zero doubts that there are um, that there are gay NFL players, uh, but I don't think they are super out about it. Yeah, it's and it's funny because in the day and age we live in where we're constantly trying to get rid of all bad behavior and all this stuff and cancel people for doing and saying bad stuff that there's still such like a stigma on like it's almost like old news. Like it's like at this point, it's like if someone's gay, you're like, yeah, whatever. Like that doesn't affect me at all. But it's still like in major sports leagues like the NFL and even Hollywood where. I don't know. Is it problematic to say like you'd expect more people in Hollywood to be homosexuals because it's like an artist? Tons of people in Hollywood are homosexuals. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like because that's like they know that like the artistic crowd is is going to skew towards that. But I think your Mm. average like NFL super fan and maybe this is me generalizing, but like people who are like you're big on like, fuck yeah, sports. There probably is still a lot of rampant homophobia. Like you look at the outcry in response to uh, Black Lives Matter protests in the NFL and that like there is a strong conservative bent uh, who (laughs) do not want the the, like lightest way to say it. I'm going to just come out and say it. I'd say of all major leagues, I think that the NFL has the highest quotient of toxic masculinity in its fan base. Yeah. I mean, unless you want to get into some of the big four, that's, that's yeah. a nice caveat. I would say, I would like even four. say like NFL out of all organized or professional sports is like mm-hmm. NFL and NASCAR in the United States are like probably one and two. Uh, and then every other professional sports league is, is below that. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to say NASCAR because They're I know sponsors? it's a sport and they are athletes because they drive for like all day, but it's like how there's only like one NFL team's worth of athletes in NASCAR and that's all of the performers, right? Yeah. And like, the cars are the real athletes. If we're going to yeah. talk about like, <laughs> sorry, they're the ones doing yeah. the work drivers. Hey. The mechanics are the people who should be getting all the accolades. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be hard to drive. Oh, you know what you should do? <laughs> I'll just, this is just me saying I watched that new Kevin James show about a NASCAR team, and it was funny. But I fully understand that everybody doesn't like Kevin James as much as I do. Like, people are like, oh, you should watch Paul Blart Mall Cop 2 as punishment. I'm like, I love that movie. What are you talking about? I don't know if it's because I have the same body type as Kevin James. I think that's exactly like, what it is. If you put us side by side, our silhouettes are identical. So I just have this like emotional attachment to his movies and his TV shows or, but I also think he's pretty funny as well. Like, uh, have you seen Paul Blart Mall Cop? I know. Why would I willingly subject myself to a Kevin James movie ever? Because uh, it's funny. But anyways, there's this part where he's like eating pie or something and he's putting peanut butter on. He's like, there you go. Go into the cracks of all my feelings. And he just says something really funny. Like he's like, it's funny because his like humor is it's like, I don't know. It's like it's nuanced and self-aware of the problems that he's doing with his food, like his eating habits to self-medicate his emotional problems. So. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's funny. Cause he's always talking about how he like eats all this junk food, like in all his movies and stuff, but it's also very self-aware of why that's problematic. Well, we've reached the point of the podcast where Dale is, uh, <laughs> you know, analyzing the Kevin James comedy. I think that means it's time to wrap it up. Um, 
All right, fine. I did. I did want to say one more thing. Uh, the Derek Chauvin verdict came down oh, yeah. last week. That's uh, like the most important thing that happened. If we haven't even talked it was. about it, we. I want to say that like a lot of people were celebrating it and uh, acting like this represents some kind of true progress towards uh, race relations and uh, police brutality in the United States. And it is neither of those things. Uh, so everyone just slow your fucking roll on that. I'm uh, seeing a lot of stuff that's like, this is actually kind of problematic in a roundabout way because it's like a lot of people are like, oh, Chauvin got, uh, or like, um, found guilty. So we've made a difference. We're there where it's like, no, people are still like unarmed black people are still getting shot by the police and daily, like daily. racial problems and fucking like, at the, the exact next time. time yeah. Now that the expectation's been set there, I think the next time a cop gets off scot-free for shooting an unarmed black person, uh, it's going to hit twice as hard. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, there are there are still tons of fucking... Pro- like the bar has been set for uh, a cop kneeling on a unarmed, nonviolent offender's throat for nine minutes and having the whole thing fucking videotaped. That's what you have to do to get a conviction. Yeah, we've seen shit even over the past few days where it's like, oh, uh, an unarmed black man was shot because he was holding a cell phone and the cop thought it was a gun. And it's like people are going to hear that story and they're going to be like, "Okay, well, I see how they would believe that because he was holding something in his hands. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fucking like George Floyd was like on the ground, nothing in his hands, cop kneeling on his neck, guys begging for his life. That should not be the bar that we have to have to get a fucking conviction. Uh, but that's where it is. And that to, to me, that doesn't represent progress. There is still mm-hmm. so much fucking work that has to be done. Um, and uh, I think, you know, a lot of people are just like, sure, let's appreciate that this is like a fucking baby step towards progress, but it's yeah. not. Uh, a lot of people are are acting like this means that like, oh, cops better be on fucking notice that like they can't just uh, kill unarmed black people anymore. And it's like, no, like, I don't think cops are on notice of that at all because they still mm-hmm. are at a incredibly alarming rate and none of them really ever face any sanctions or uh, punishment for it at all. So. Yeah, uh, I don't want to step on your valid point, so I guess we can just end it there. All right, cool. Hey, everyone, thanks for coming out to this episode of Outrage Factory. I've been your co-host, Derek Bolin. You can follow me on Twitter at Herder. I'm Dale DeRuder. You can follow me on Twitter at SuperDaleBots. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and or Facebook and or YouTube at Outrage Fact Pod, I think. Yeah, Outrage Fact Pod. Uh, Gmail, Outrage Fact Pod at Gmail. Facebook, if you're watching this on stream, you already know where to find us. If you're listening to this on audio or watching this on YouTube later, it's outrage. It's facebook.com slash Outrage Fact Pod. I think our Patreon is not really up and going right now. I think it's because... Do I got to set it back up again? Yeah. Oh, did you set it up? I don't know. It's because... I think it's like Patreon's all super greedy. And if nobody gives you money, they just like, they're like, well, these guys aren't fucking elite status. So they don't get to have a Patreon account. Yeah. So you guys should definitely go and give us money on Patreon. So they stop taking it down on us. Or do oh, you no, you're right. Canceled? Nobody's given us money. We noticed it's been a while since your creator page's last payment activity. For security reasons, your page has been unlaunched. Hey, if you would like us to continue <laughs> making money at this podcast, uh, please head on over to patreon.com slash outragefactpod, I think, and uh, toss us a few dollars there. Uh, I don't even know if you could get to it. I, I mean, you can't right now. Uh, edit and relaunch your page at any time. I'm going to do that. Donate us some money. Rate, yeah. review, and subscribe. Tell your friends about the podcast. And until... Um, oh, wait. One last thing. I last thing. have made new designs in the Redbubble account. I figured out how to make cutout designs. I mean, you could get stickers. Ooh, I was going to... Here we go. Here we go. I got new stickers going. He's got them. So basically, the new design is their cutout stickers. So once you take them off the pad, then they don't have... So there's that design. You can also then, get 
it's fuzz it out. It's fine. Your background it's is fuzzing it out. Yeah. <laughs> you could get that mug and you could get these stickers, which are the tiger logo. And if I shake it, you can't see it. So I don't know why I did that. So I will put a link to go to the red bubble so you can get some swag. Uh, Please you do. can also get those designs on masks or t-shirts or mugs or a bed sheet. If you're feeling, if like- you're really feeling, if you want Dale and I <laughs> caressing you in bed every night, when you lay your head down to sleep hey. buy a bed sheet. All right. Oh, Tennille Jackson says she's waiting for cameo and I would definitely do that. But I feel like it would hurt my feelings if nobody signed up to give us a cameo. If you would like Dale and I to send you anniversary, (laughs) birthday, whatever fucking wishes, give us five dollars. We'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we should set up a cameo. Yeah. Next up. Nice. All right. Tennille Jackson, I'm setting it up. So you better effing. Get us to say hi to somebody for me. You know us personally, and you can just reach out to us and say, Hey, record a message that says this, and we'll do it for free, probably. And uh, make sure you send us a cameo for somebody who's okay with swearing and bad jokes because we'll probably let some slip. Yeah. Until next week, stay angry. <laughs> <laughs>